Welcome to the Drone's Garage. I'm Jacob Borchard. And I am Guadagasuso. And, and today, right, you're going to show us how to connect our drones to the internet. Yes, exactly. So, okay. so uh, what we're going to be talking about is how you can connect any kind of drone to uh, cloud services. And of course, we are going to be talking about Azure cloud services. So first thing okay. that we need to uh, learn and speak about is how we're going to connect the drones to the cloud itself. And there are different modalities. Okay. So what we've been, uh, I would say, what we've been showcasing in the last shows is about how you use a drone like the DJI one or the Barrel one that use a controller, basically, to access different services. Right. Okay. So here, this is one of the first scenarios that we have. In fact, we have the uh, drone talking uh, to the controller and through an app, being able to access some services or even uh, getting some firmware updates or anything that is needed for the maintenance of the platform. All right. We have another scenario that is starting to appear where we have dual connectivity. So we have connectivity from the drone to the controller and also from the drone to the cloud. Okay. And this is because drones are starting to get smarter and smarter. So this connectivity can happen through a local area network or you can think about directly to the internet. And in a third scenario is where really the connectivity goes from the drone to the cloud itself, and there is no need to go through the grand controller. And maybe even you have like a remote grand controller and that is uh, giving some um, commands or providing some flight mission capabilities and information to the cloud, and that the cloud is directly managing and helping the operation of the UIVs or drone itself. Cool. So drones are starting to get more and more smart and this all this second part enable us real-time scenarios. Because what happened here is that if you think about this all post-processing information and right. you just rely on the latency that you will have between the ground controller and the drone itself. So we are totally changing now how things can be done and there is, of course, a huge potential. And this is enabled an area that I really, really like that is artificial intelligence, uh, vision features on the drones itself. So we have some, today we have some cameras that are plugged to the drones itself and where you can basically do deep learning in the yeah. drone. So let's say that you can capture a lot of telemetry data and you can do local processing. And after that, you can basically feed the cloud or you can send any kind of information to your grand controller, do the processing. Different, different architectures that, again, let you go to real-time services. That is what business today are needing to have more that uh, real communication. And this interchange can be based on telemetry data, video images, and think about like all the potential that uh, you can have there. And in fact, uh, there are some drones today. Uh, one of that is the Intel um, that is using a, um, some boards that let you do uh, deep learning. You also have NVIDIA, and I think DJI will come out something soon with that. So platforms are really, really investing. So they're involving the flight controllers and the yeah. platforms to be able to, to accomplish this, yeah, right? totally. So. And, and if you think about it, it's a natural path yeah. because we really, really want that real-time operation, where right. in the future is not just the drone's isolated operation, it's just the drone being part of a network where they are going to dial 
between yeah. them, right? So yeah. that is something that will be enabled here. And I really like this uh, honey fact. I got this from DGI uh, in the last <laughs> presentation that okay. we have together. And I really like the way in which they capture the flow very, very simple. So what you have mainly is data capture because why we talk about IoT here? Because we see drones as mobile collectors of information. So you do data capture, then you do data processing, and you do execution. Think about this as the precision agriculture scenario that we have several times. So yeah. you capture all the, tele all the data, you just get all the terrain, you get the maps coverage. And based on that, you do the processing where you said, OK, I want just uh, to cover this land, what is the flying mission that I'm going to have, what is the best, I apply the best algorithm based on efficiency, the weather, other conditions. And once I get that, I upload that information to the drone itself, and then it's where the mission is executed. And why is precision? Because I can send the drone maybe to do a mapping first, and then go back with all the information, and based on that information, I can send a drone to a spread. So okay. basically, that is why, and it will spread in the areas that really need that operation. Okay. That is why it's precision and that is efficient. And of course, you so can make decisions in, in, the in the cloud after you after you upload it, it processes again and then makes another decision to go back and do something a second time. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's okay. that's the point. And and if you can do that real time, I think it's amazing, right? So yeah. <laughs> think about like all the potentiality there. So uh, again, why are UIVs and IoT just with refresh some things here. What, I, what we are seeing is that today, there are different scenarios that are requiring very common services. And that common services today uh, can be accomplished by IoT services. So think about a, float, a fleet of drones or just an isolated drone that needs to be communicated to a cloud infrastructure. Okay. Fair things that you need to take care of is all the ingestion of the data. Right? So you need to capture all the telemetry data. You will probably, before that, need to provision your drones. Because if you are managing a fleet, you have to uh, have a way in which you are going to identify which message belongs to which, which, which drone, drone, right? right yeah. So the provisioning part is going to be super important, and adding to that the security part. Okay. So you will need identity, reg registry, of the drones itself. And the other thing is you have to manage when the drones are connected or no. Because right. some drones will lose connectivity, how you monitor when they are connecting, when they are sending messages, all the trustability, that is the important part too. Of course, you will need an extreme processor because not a problem if you're running one or five drones, but when you have a fleet of drones, like think about just military scenarios or yeah. like delivery now that is going to be huge, you will need to manage like tons of drones. And for that, you will need a stream processor to scale the numbers uh, of like even messages that you need to do in real time. And you can, after that, you can connect to backend services. You can store that information and do maybe some analytics like machine learning, post-processing, a okay. part of like the Lamba pads, like a hot pad and, and batch part. And after all that, you can visualize the information through any dashboard or reports or like even VR devices, whatever you, you whatever yeah. like really suits your scenario. So uh, for that, what we are going to uh, use for uh, now moving forward, what we said, we will be focusing in Azure IoT Hub. Okay. 
what is the Azure IoT Hub? I knew uh, you were going yeah, to ask I, yeah. I don't know what it is, so you tell me all about it. Perfect. <laughs> so basically, Azure, as I mentioned before, is a Microsoft Cloud Platform. Okay. And if you see, these are all the services that are part of Azure today. Right. Okay. Okay. And we have two models. One is the infrastructure model, where basically uh, you have main components. One is compute, there are virtual machines, basically. You have a storage, you have networking, and you have like uh, another, another components that enrich that, but mainly there are the three main pieces. Okay. The thing is, you have to manage that services. Right. Okay? And so that's the part that I know, because that's traditionally yeah. what I've That's a traditional, <laughs> that's yeah. a traditional one. And then we have a lot of platform services where you have from security management, you have compute in a platform model, uh, you have services for mobile, and then what is important for us in this, uh, in this session is you have the analytics and IoT. And in that part, you have IoT Hub that basically lets you capture events and do massive scale processor. All the features that I was mentioning before do the provisioning of devices, and in this case, are going to be the drones itself, manage the authentication, help scalability, communication between the drones to the cloud and the clouds to the drone because you want to send controls back, right? Commands back. So that is so basically it's, it's sort of like you have these traditional devices like servers, computers, and all that stuff. And then yeah. IoT Hub allows you to connect non-traditional devices that you can then program yep. and still have them talk to Azure and collect all the telemetry and data and stuff you want and yeah. put and it part of that rich yeah, infrastructure. And, and what is important, we are going to see these patterns, but you are able to capture not only like non-traditional or new devices, it really depends on what plot protocols are you using, if the devices are connecting to the internet or no, if you want to do like local processing in a local area network, okay. maybe you need a gateway. But finally, you will get all that ingestion of data using this cloud gateway that then will enable you to connect to uh, other components. But basically, Very it cool. opens, and, and I think that it helps uh, facilitate the device's connectivity overall. So think about, now we are talking about drones here, of course, yeah. but you can connect a lot of different devices. Yeah, because okay? when you talk Internet of Things, exactly. it's not just drones, it's tons of devices. It's, a, it's an ecosystem of, of, yes, right. exactly, exactly. Okay. And just to touch, because uh, this is something that we are going to be in the provisioning, is the cloud services today are okay. in more than 30 regions, in fact, worldwide. So if you are running any of these services, you can do the deployments of your services, I don't know, let's say in Brazil, and, and then you can have part uh, in US, you can part, have part in Asia, and we are opening data centers all the time. Right. So any service that you deploy, if you have a company or you have customers in another place, you are able to manage where that services are going to be uh, provisioned and served from. So you can okay. escape, yep. right? So that is important. And another point of IoT Hub too is uh, that first of all, working with any device. And the reason why I'm giving this is like, from the experience that we are having with the drones, you have different platforms. You have a lot of Linux, you have Yocto distribution, but uh, what is important you also, and I was mentioning to Jacob is, you have, the possibility of connect the drone directly to the internet or connect the ground controller. And if you have the ground controller, one thing is you can have iOS, Android, you name it. Yeah, right. Right. All, they're, they're all different platforms. Like exactly. you don't know which one. So 
there's different, how do you get the different SDKs and all that stuff all connected together, oh, right? Exactly, so. exactly. That's a point. It's like you really, you really need a way in which you are independent of the client platform itself, right. right? The device that is going to be connected. So we have support for different devices, different language, and you can choose whatever you prefer. The operating systems and then the protocols and that scales to different solution and integration of third party. And all that uh, basically and, and is to be able to access the endpoint. So let's think about the reference architecture. And okay. again, we are not, we are just trying to relate here their UIBs or drone scenarios to a general IoT architecture, right? Okay. Because really, it's not that different in a lot of senses, right? You have to manage probably different telemetry data, or you can you need to manage more localization awareness information. But at the end, you need to manage devices, right? right? And to be able to help them communicate. So if you think about this, and let me just uh, give the last one. So this is the way in which today uh, we pitch, and this is the reference for the, uh, an IoT scenario. Okay. Where, as you mentioned, let's, let's go to the more advanced one. That <laughs> okay. is, you have the UIBs connecting directly to the internet. Okay. So you can directly send all the telemetry data and any information to IoT Hub. Okay. okay, and then you can just do again use Lambda architectures, or you can have some business logic and send data back, or you can have uh, all the provisioning and management, see if the, the devices are connected, all the authentication, etc. So that is if you have directly connection to the internet. In fact, now I think that Verizon and AT and T they start offering um, LTE uh, devices for connectivity for drones. So oh. that is something that is definitely coming. So you can have like a cell phone connection right in the drone and it's yeah. just sending right to the internet exactly. automatically for so you. Exactly. So mm -hmm. the, what they're going to have is cheap. I don't have like the details on the implementation, something that we need to research, yeah. but they're starting to announce their uh, support for this. Well, they are doing some tests on drones. Cool. That's going yeah, to be interesting. Very interesting. And then the second one is that you need you can connect to the internet, but you, before you need some kind of protocol uh, adjustment or translation, okay. because we currently support uh, several protocols, but it may be one that is very proprietary. Know. Yeah. So you need to add some logic here, and then is the devices that they don't have connectivity to uh, the internet currently. Phantom, uh, all the DJI lines that we are using for, for the demos and shows is, are the ones that goes in this path where we really need the controller to act as a field gateway. Uh, I think that the majority of the drones that we are using today lands in this scenario, right. the commercial ones, right? So, but what is interesting is like through uh, a gateway, a field gateway, you are able to access the IoT uh, hub. And we okay. did, we showed kind of how to do that yeah, in previous exactly. episodes. Yeah. Where you you hooked up the computer. We had you had your phone device connected to the controller, and you were sending commands to the drone. And that's this way that you're talking about. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. That is exactly the scenario that that we are we are talking here. And uh, something important is we are going to show you how you can connect from uh, the DJI the DJI. SDK to uh, the IoT hub. Okay. So how you 
map that towards. So that's right. going to be interesting. So uh, just going very quickly on, on another point here is make sure this can be scalable to multiple devices. You can support the authorization authentication. You can also uh, do the monitoring. Again, the connectivity I think is super important, even more if you are talking about drones here. Yeah. And the last thing is uh, all the IoT protocols, uh, device resource optimization. Something that I wanted to point because we had this discussion, I think, a couple of weeks ago with some colleagues is about what architecture are you going to suggest if you have the possibility of the drones connected to the internet, okay? So maybe that you don't necessarily have to send that even when you have the capabilities to send to the internet all the time. And this lands yeah. to a similar scenario today with any, any IoT case in which you have to make an architecture decision in which you are going to do the processing locally and you are going to call uh, an endpoint one okay. is really needed because you want to avoid as much as possible the round trips to the cloud. Right. Right? right. Okay. So you have to really, uh, like when you are thinking about this uh, solution and IoT scenario, think about where are you going to put the logic. Okay, you okay. cannot rely everything in the cloud. It, it could be something where you have you 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 send commands to the drone, yep. and it goes out and does something, take pictures, maps this map exactly. the field, and then comes back. And when it comes back, that's when it sends a bunch of stuff. It's not maybe not doing it real time, but then IoT could process that and maybe send a different drone to go do something else as a result After of the data result, yes. that yeah. it, the first one captured, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And I think that that is something that we will start seeing, where basically drones are going to start talking with themselves no. and being able to add redundancy. Because just think about a scenario where you need to cover an area, you are doing monitoring or you are doing security, right. and you want to make sure that the drones collaborate. Right. Basically, to accomplish a mission. If some of them fails, another has to back up the scenario, how one lose connectivity, how they relies in the other one, you will have local gateways, and then all that data can be sent or synced to uh, internet or, or any cloud service itself. Right. And the other thing is like, even when the drones are going to be connected to the internet, these connections are not necessarily 100% reliable. With the phones <laughs> happens today, right? right? You have sometimes saying, no, 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 the same thing will happen here. Cool. Okay? So, uh, but great stuff to uh, use IoT Hub in this scenario. And this is more like uh, details on what I was mentioning before, is the device will connect to a, uh, first of all, device to the cloud, okay, okay. endpoint. So that is how everything is managed uh, in IoT Hub itself. You will have endpoints that are going to be exposed. So basically you can dial with the, give some uh, dialogue to the cloud and then receive some information back. And then there is all this backend logic where again, you can do the event processing and you can use technologies like Azure Stream Analytics that we will see something around that. You can use uh, HD Insight, you can use a Storm. It really depends on your solution on, and your preferences. And if you want to get started, like, initially, and you know, you're, you're going to get yeah. to a demo of how we're going to do this, but you you want to get to device the cloud first, so you can start seeing what yeah, what information what is, you yes. have, right? And the cloud to device will came out later. a little more complicated. You want to make sure you're careful with that, oh, yes. especially when we're talking drones. So collecting data and then yeah. seeing what to do with the logic in the back end is something you know you're you're 
super okay. interested in yourself, right? And you, and then Absolutely. back the other way is something you have to do after you process whatever logic you want to do on the back end. Absolutely. Okay. And I think that even in the, uh, I would say, free flying or racing scenario, is right. just, just be able to get all that data and see even bad or in a hot pot to see how you your drone is performing, like see the logs, the monitor, right. get like when do you need to change the battery or no? I think that that are all great things too. Yeah, because we did we did a show with Josh yep. on black box, right? Oh, and we talked a little a bit about scenario. black box. And yep. so this is be like if you could take the black box stuff we did that that's there today in the drones and then get this functionality, you can open up a whole new world of Absolutely. a lot of different telemetry and analytics you could do about your drone and just imagine if you're yep. you're racing your own every time you flew it you can all this improve. stuff was just pushed to the cloud for you automatically absolutely right and then you could you don't even have to look at it and then sometime later you can come back and go i had this issue and it, but yep. you have all this historical data to show you how that thing performed the whole time you owned it right which absolutely. would be very interesting Totally, and I think that that is something that is a huge opportunity today, I think, to be able to measure. Yeah. And if you can get all this data, as you said, and then you can store this information and use machine learning or just to start like doing some queries in SQL to realize some patterns, I right. think that you will gain a lot of advantage over the current manual scenarios where we are able to get the logs and stuff, but you really cannot correlate with the time, and maybe you can integrate a third-party service like weather. Right. So you can start realizing. And that is more or less some of the algorithms that today are applied by a lot of, by a lot of the commercial solutions that we see in the market. Like, cool. Yep. All so right. that is uh, absolutely a, a part. And I want to reinforce again one of the huge, because you can do this with any other service that is no IoT hub, of course, right? right. You can do manually start uh, using any service bus service bus technology, or you build your own code here. But the advantage is you have an integral service, and also you have, for me, the device provisioning and management is a huge piece because saves you all sorts of time because it's. Built totally. into the Azure services. Yeah, and, and the reality is we need to be aware that security in, in IoT space and with the drones, as we progress in like increase the number of drones that we are going to have uh, in our cities and in our lives, it's going to be super important. It's like you don't want someone to hack your drone or do you want to like really be able to identify from what drones came every message and stuff and do trustability. So that part is also past part of IoT Hub and I think it's a it's a great uh, thing. So now I want to show you uh, one thing in the in the portal itself of Azure. That okay. is how we are going to basically um, do this hands-on. So I like your point, Jacob, on how do you start this? Okay, so we have seen how do you open an SDK of a drone platform, okay. and you are able to access all the sensor data, like the flight controller serial number, etc. So that's one thing, no matter what platform you're using, you have to be able to code in the client side to capture all that information. Then it depends on your client platform, if it is the UIB or if it is the ground controller, what you need to find is a way in which you can connect that to IoT Hub. And you can do that through any SDKs, as okay. we mentioned. And 
after you get the right SDK and you get that connectivity, another part is to be able to uh, get access to the IoT Hub. First thing, oh, you yeah. have to provision your IoT Hub. You have to provision hub, right? it so it knows yep. where to go. Okay. So we have here, this is the Microsoft Azure portal where okay. we have all that services that we have seen in the in the previous slide. And one of the things that uh, you can do, the first thing is basically provision an IoT Hub itself. So the process is very, very simple. You, you have, again, related to the same slide we see under intelligence, uh, sorry, under Internet of Things here, what you will have is, um, is IoT Hub, okay? So you go, you provision your IoT Hub, this uh, should be, uh, the blades should be load fast. You name it, uh, you can have a pricing and tire that you want to use. You can have the IoT units and there's a lot of documentation about IoT Hub, so I'm not going to enter like very deep on okay. this, but we will provide you some links to understand what are the units, but these are all basically the units of scalability. As much devices or drones you have to connect to the to the cloud itself, you will need to increase these numbers as well as the partition. But basically, you provision, you provide like, your subscription name, that is, uh, the subscription is part of, uh, I would say, when you ask for an Azure account, you, will, you need to get a subscription associated to that, and you select the plan. So that is uh, the subscription name that I have here, resource group that will let me group the, uh, um, the resources that I have inside my environment in one atomic unit, and this is for mountains. And again, all this is information that we will provide you uh, as a, I would say, complementary of this session. So you just go to the portal, you provide an IoT hub, and I am going to, this is, I'm going to show the cooked uh, IoT <laughs> hub that we are going to use for for here, so let me You go. already have one set up that yes. you're gonna use. So okay. because this will take us <clears throat> some time. So I have one here that basically, in fact, I have a resource group, okay? And remember okay. the resource group which lets you group uh, several components today. So the first one uh, that I was mentioning is the IoT Hub. So I have one here, and I also have, as you see, a SQL Server, a database, and a storage account, a stream analytics, because this is going to be a huge part of a solution, and okay. we will start for this one. So in the, IoT, in the IoT Hub itself, if you see here, what I have is I have a hosting name, I have a pricing tire that I selected. I just select one unit today, and I will have also different partitions. And you see, you see the number of messages that I have interchanged. Uh, you see the monitoring. Something that you can check is the activity, how you access uh, to your, your IoT Hub, the different uh, roles that you will have for people to manage it. And what is very important, we were talking about um, access share policies or how do I manage the access to the different devices and the service right. itself, right? So this uh, service provides me a possibility to get keys. So what I will do is every time that I want to consume from uh, any client using an SDK, I will need to provide the keys of uh, the platform itself, the, the service itself. And I have different roles where I can be the IoT hub owner. So I am able to write uh, 
connect the device. I have full control basically. And then I have other more granular uh, roles that will let me access to specific functionality. So if you want someone just to be able to read the data but not be able to do anything with exactly. it, you can control exactly. the security control. through there. Exactly. Okay. exactly. And we normally want to write from the device itself too. Okay. Because what you will need basically first is to register the device and then basically to operate it. So uh, you get all that information, all that data. Now let's, let me go, for example, to the IoT Hub owner and I will show you uh, what you have. You have the share key and you will have the primary key, secondary key. So you will need that information again to connect. Once you provision, yeah. And, and you're doing this all through the UI. I'm today. doing this so today. So there are other ways that you could do this as well, yep. right? Like you could, there's different options in case you're someone in program and you're like, I don't want to do this through the UI. So there are other ways to do this yes. as well? Yes, so, and that is super, super good point. Is, uh, I mentioned a lot resource group because resource groups are a huge component of our Azure Resource Manager uh, model now that lets you access to any of these devices through APIs. So any of these services through APIs. So what that means is that you can use PowerShell, you can use CLI, you can use the third-party tools to do the provisioning of all these services. Okay? So all can be done by code if you don't like the portal itself. Okay. Yep. Very That's cool. That's cool. So uh, once you get the provisioning of IoT Hub and this service, and you get, uh, first of all, you get the host URI of your IoT Hub, and you get the keys, what you're going to do is basically you are going to program your client side. So uh, let me show you here what I have as um, I have a simulator. We have a simulator for us. Things that we cannot have these drones flying here. I wish. Maybe we can have a, like 10 for the next time. Yeah. <laughs> but for now, we are going now to we're simulate the environment. Yes. We and didn't even bring a drone to have on the table today. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So what, what this simulator is going to do, basically, is going to uh, send telemetry to IoT Hub itself. And if you see here, yes, I will have some provisioning, and then uh, you will see that I am sending some random uh, velocity data, battery, if the GPS mode is on and on. I am sending the temperature of the different motors. So I can definitely uh, help a lot with different parameters and, and information that we normally see in uh, the sensors in the drone. And in fact, uh, this is the same thing that you've been probably capturing in the session that you did before with Josh. Yeah, where you are yeah getting it's a very all similar type of data. Yes, right, yeah. and it, um, the, the drones can be different, but you have very similar uh, sensors itself, right? right? What are so, the motors doing? How's the gyro acting? Exactly. Temperature, all that stuff. So. All that stuff. So you get all the telemetry data from there, and this is just a simulator. So <laughs> if, you, if we go to the code now, what you can see basically is uh, you can see that we are using the registry skills that we uh, showed you before. Uh, so that's one part. And the second thing that is going to be unnecessary is um, we are setting up, we have some classes here where we have the flight logs that basically you just get all that information, you generate uh, a JSON object, and then you just send it uh, all that information to the cloud itself. And something that I wanted to show you here is how easy it is today we are using NuGet packets to consume uh, the IoT 
hub SDK. And what you see here is what we are doing is we're just generating the flight log object, as I mentioned. We are uh, creating the device client, and we are sending the events, and then we are just uh, closing connections, and this operates asynchronously. And of course, the same thing that we are creating, just creating the device, and then sending this telemetry data, and also we can uh, delay the device, of course, and all what it is relation, re related to uh, the management of the device and the messages itself. Cool. Something very important too is, uh, and we can configure several parameters in, in Event Hub where you can say how long you want the uh, messages to live in the hub and uh, to manage how many messages are going to have. All that today is configurable and is going to be important as your solution grows. So yeah. I turn it off again this, Jacob, because okay. I want to show you like uh, as part of the tooling that IoT Hub provides, oops, that provides today, we also have a device explorer. So let's say that you are provisioning the device and in fact I have 10 already here. And one of the thing is you are able to access all this information from a tool itself. So you can see if they are connected or no, uh, if they are enabled, when was the last connection, and, and when they send that information. And this is all information that came from the devices connecting to the IoT hub, right? Okay. So that is all my devices. And something that I can do is, for example, I want to go and check the data. And uh, what I have here is I have the event hub, I have the start time where I want to collect that data, and then I have itself what is the device ID. I'm just using one random, but you can see all this information is basically coming from the simulator. Okay, right. so it's the simulator. Imagine the simulator with all the drones sending the telemetry data, and I am just visualizing that here. Okay. And you're capturing your data from the drone to from the cloud. The drone. Exactly. And super simple, you just get the SDK. You provision the IoT Hub, get the credentials there, and you start sending that data. Cool. Okay, no Very problem. Nice. So till here, uh, we have one part. Let me just we cancel and stop everything. And one thing that we can do today, and as part of, uh, let's see, it didn't stop. As part of the, uh, as part of the services. Remember that when I show the resource group, I also had another services associated to that. So one. One very important is going to be the stream processing. So for that, what we have is we have Azure Stream Analytics itself. That is this service that I have here. Okay. So Azure Stream Analytics operates on getting some input data and then do some processing. And that processing can be just a query or it can be a transformation and then storing that information in another source. For example, a database. That's so, the simple one, so right? So you, you had provisioned a SQL database exactly. in, your, in your resource group, exact, right? Exactly, so. exactly. So I have all that here. So if you see here, my query, I have the inputs. And yeah, let me just put it this. So I have the inputs. That basically is going to be the hub. I have the query, and then I have the outputs. And in fact, I have two outputs here, because I just want one relational, and then I want table storage. That is not relational. Okay. So, uh, I have the IoT Hub, and then in my query that is super simple, I took all that JSON telemetry data, and basically I am filtering in some fields that I am interested in and inserting that in the uh, SQL, Into your SQL database. Yep, super simple. And what I have is 
I guess I have a SQL database that it has a model defined. I have a lot of news because I didn't filter all the fields, but uh, I have the fly logs, the fly LD, the longitude, the temperature of the, the, the motors, the battery, etc. So very, I just added two more components to the scenario. That is, once I get the data in the IoT hub, I'm using Azure Stream Analytics for the stream processor, and then I capture all that data in SQL. And this gets, gives you the ability to have historical data from yeah. the devices that are sending it to your, yep. to your Internet of Things hub. Exactly. Yeah. So super simple, like, honestly, once you have that, you can do whatever you want, right, on right. that. And you can start again, moving forward, you, start, you can start seeing, like, more real-time uh, analytics and processing. But just this will let you manage, like, when do I need to change that motor because it's overheating? And right. I am realizing that from the last flights. Or battery levels. Or battery, battery levels. levels yeah, totally, like totally, totally. One last thing that I want to uh, show is about uh, the SDK. How right, do you integrate so how that? do you get the DJI SDK yeah, into, into, into the Internet of Things. Yep, yep, so yep. We're gonna, we're so let, show you let that. me show you that because we need to switch to the iOS environment. Right, so, so we're going to swap. Smart. You're going to yep. come over here. Well, I'll stand over here this time. Yeah, I think that they are going. <laughs> so, okay, so for this. So now we're in. Now iOS. let's switch totally worlds here. <laughs> <Okay>. So, <laughs> so we are uh, we we. I'm sure you remember the uh, coding that we did with Divya. In fact, right. where we opened the SDK itself. So very simple. We added two classes that are networking classes. Okay? okay. So they are able to communicate basically to REST services because get what. We don't have a way in which we can communicate iOS with IoT Hub using the SDK, but we have REST services. Okay. So that is fantastic. We're using uh, the SDK, and as you can see here, what I'm having is a way in which I am defining that's a URI. I'm, I'm just saying that this drone is identifying itself as drone zero. You can do this more dynamic and okay. basically manage something generic, but you can send the, the uh, messages itself, and I ju I'm just capturing the serial number for this okay. uh, just uh, testing thing. And I'm just basically hitting the same event hub, and uh, that is going to be processes. So very simple. I just have this class, and I am using REST services itself. Super, super, super easy. Simple. Yeah, super easy. Let's change to this one. I want to show okay. something. So um, these, uh, these are the REST services that uh, I was mentioning. Is, um, what you can do is exactly the same uh, functions that uh, I was mentioning before. You can uh, create new services, delete the identities. You can basically send messages. Everything that you are doing with the SDK is also available through the API. So Very super cool. simple. Yeah. It's very simple. So, you, so you're basically going and you're saying, <clears throat> hey, I have different SDKs. It could be DJI, it could be, be Parrot, it exactly. could be 3DR. Exactly. Yeah. And you're just creating REST events that push all this stuff to your Internet of Things hub, and then you're collecting the data that way. Yeah, and you can yeah. use REST for some devices. You can use the SDK if you have the available for others. You are really not limited. And again, you can choose around how to connect and in which part are you going to connect, if in the gateway or in the drone itself, like 
you can manage that based on your scenario. But at the end, think about your company, yeah. right? Or you have a club and you have all these flight, free flight <laughs> people, racing people, right. and you have different platforms there. You right. cannot manage that, right? So if you find a way in which you are totally isolated of what is going on in the client side, but you are able to connect, then you can really, really understand uh, the telemetry data from what devices came uh, what are against the uh, different performance levels, how you can measure that, when you need to change, so many things that you can do just oh, very using cool. a, a couple of services in IoT. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic. That was really cool. Well, Anything else you want to you no, point out? Uh, no, I think that uh, we are good and we have a lot, a lot of content uh, today. <laughs> so we will send you a summary of the links with all these. So if you want to go deep in IoT Hub or if you can, uh, if you want, we will publish also the code for accessing using the SDK, okay. the DJI SDK to have a sample there. And next uh, session on programming is going to be about programming for Parrot, in fact. Oh, nice. Yeah? So, so yes, in that case, we are going to have some drones flying, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be mini drones, but we will show you how you can uh, do sample commands and, and then we can connect to the cloud that, them too. Very yeah. cool. So that could be interesting. And maybe we can talk about the disco. What do you think? We could talk about the disco, the, yeah, our disco. adventures of flying the disco out, yeah. out of 60 acres. Yeah, <laughs> well, we have a, we have a good story. And yeah, that, so we have a yeah, good story for that one. Definitely, it would be great. But well, that's all for today. Thanks, God, for joining one more time. And uh, please fly safe. Fly safe.